it's Danielle. I know it's been a long time, but we're back. We're back with new content. New content. I know you've been thirsting. Now I'm here to quench that thirst. I have a new interview out and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. I've changed the name of my podcast to It is no longer Time Out with Danielle. It's just Talk It Out. Talk It Out with your host, Ashley. My middle name, okay? Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Peace. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast. Today, we have a special guest with us today, and her name is Toby, and she'll be telling us a bit about her profession and what she does. Toby, would you like to introduce yourself? Everyone, my name is Toby. I uh, have a business called Train with Toby, which is a online fitness personal training um, company basically that works with women. Um, I have been a personal trainer for two years and uh, I've worked in the gym and I love it and I've now gone online. Yeah, that's cool. That's great to hear. Um, Did you always want to be a personal trainer? Um, Well, actually I fell into personal training because I wanted to I've been trying to, you know, lose weight and change my body shape for quite a long time. And I yeah. was going to the gym and I was always, I mean, I, I used to go to the gym when I was probably started at age, age like 18 or so. Yeah. And um, I had a personal trainer while I was at the gym because I was working full time. So I was like able to get one. And um, I had one briefly. Um, but my passion was to lift weights and so I had a few friends who were personal trainers and they were you know mostly guys and they were lifting weights quite um and they were like inviting me to come and train with them and I was like okay let me let me do this and I saw what they did you know in terms of uh their one-to-one with their with their clients and how it was really um changing people's lives and so I was like oh actually I might I want to do this um and then so yeah I applied and so I haven't always wanted to be a personal trainer um but when I started doing it I was just I I fell in love with it really that's a nice story I like that um weightlifting weightlifting is a really um I've seen a lot of weightlifting videos and it's very inspiring as well because it just shows it's not just men who can be strength trainers it's also women so 100 percent yeah like and and, um a lot of women find it intimidating going to the weights area Uh, and I was one of those women um really panicked I just didn't like it I would always go to the to the cardio machines and just walk on a treadmill run on a treadmill for hours and then go home but I just knew that I really wanted to to lift and when I saw um, that I could with you know proper training and teaching uh, I you know I pushed for it I, I learned how to do it and um, and I, hope, I, I really want other women to be able to do the same. Definitely um, so what type of personal training do you specialize in? So I mostly specialize in strength training um, I love training with my clients and I pretty much focus with female um, clients. Um, 
for me, it's I want to build their confidence in the gym. I feel like it benefited me to to improve my confidence and my self-esteem and my self-worth when I started weightlifting. Because when you feel like, oh, I can lift this 100 kgs or this 80 kgs, I could deadlift this. It's, it's a different kind of feeling. And you think, well, if I can do that, then what else can I do? And it impacts so much more in my confidence, in the way that I, I present myself um, at work at home and in life really. So, so I really um, specialize more in weight training for women. Yeah. 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 I, think, I think that's really um, inspiring as well because I know personal experience, um, even I was intimidated with weightlifting or just weight training in general. I thought I have to do like a whole hour of cardio and just eat healthily lose the way I didn't have the knowledge of it needs to be balanced really and I think people like you that are encouraging women and teaching women oh you know it's not just about cardio it's not you don't have to be afraid to pick up a weight like you're not gonna ruin your image or anything so yeah yeah I mean definitely uh, a lot of women think that if they start lifting weights they're gonna turn it into looking like a man and and get bulky and and get muscles, um, and I'm I just say to them, God, I wish that was the way. <laughs> I wish that was the case because it takes years. You know, it's not that easy. It takes years to be able to put on to to get that bulky, and yeah. also you have to be on a specific type of diet and and uh, and you know lifting a specific amount of weights like really heavy weights and things like that for you to get to that size so you know it's not about looking bulky it's about looking toned it's about getting strong physically yeah. and mentally um would you say that um a mental mental part of it the mentality does um help along with getting your goal as well Oh yeah, definitely. It's hundred. I would say it's a lot more mental than you, than it is physical. Um, yeah. When I first started, I could go to the gym, and that was great. But when I started pushing myself, and you're in that gym, and you start doing what you need to do in terms of lifting the weight or um, training in a certain way, when you have a focus that mental focus is really, really important because sometimes you just want to give up. Yeah. Uh, some, sometimes you're just so tired and so drained. And if you don't, if you're not there a hundred percent, or you don't always have to be a hundred percent because there are days where I don't want to train, but I still go. Yeah. And that's just, for me, I embedded it into my life over time. I first started off with just, okay, I'm going to achieve two days a week. And then I started going, okay, right, I need to do three days a week. And then I started improving. I said, okay, right, I'll do four days. And so I, I created a habit and I promised myself, no matter what, you have to train three to four times a week. Um, yeah. Especially if that's the goal that I'm, for my goal, uh, and for my profession. Definitely. So 
Yeah. And actually, I, I got into personal training because, yes, I wanted to help women. But I also knew that it was going to help me become accountable to other to my clients as well. Because yeah. if, I, if I can't do it, how am I going to be able to ask other people to do it as well or help other people to do it? True. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you see yourself staying in this profession in the long run? Is this something that you're going to stay in for a really long time or do you want to progress into something else? Well, you see, I'm, 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 a, I'm a newbie in personal training. I, I mean, mm. it's three, I would say it's probably three years now. And yeah. I still think that's, that's quite new for other people that I know that have been personal training for 10 years. And there's always something to learn. There's so much more to learn. And yeah. this profession is ever, forever evolving. Um, either, you know, personal training one-to-one or group personal training or online coaching. Yeah. There's so much more to do with it. Um, so in the long run, to an extent, maybe, yes. Um but there's other professions within it that I would really like to go into, such as nutrition. Yeah. And also, uh, so, I, um, so to be either a nutritionist or to also probably go into life coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, uh, yeah, so life coaching with, you know, some physical aspects of personal training as well. That sounds nice. I know I could use some life coaching, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but, okay. um, we all need life coaching, I think. Yeah. Especially, like, during this specific time, I know um, the pandemic has had a lot of um, effect on a lot of people's mental and physical health. So I think life coaching is becoming more needed now. Definitely. Yeah, And that's one of the reasons why I decided to take my personal training online and focus on more of a holistic approach for my clients. Mm -hmm. Um, Because what I found was when you're personal training with someone in the gym, you will be there one-to-one for a few hours, twice a week, maybe two hours, two hours or three hours in the week. Um, And the rest of the hours in the day, that client doesn't really have that support, you know. I mean, I'm yeah. not saying you, I'm not saying you can't reach out and message your your personal trainer, but most personal trainers are on the gym floor for, you know, seven eight hours on a day, and yeah, you know, by the by the time you you want to message them to say, oh, this is what's going on, you know, they 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 kind of get very busy, um, and they not able to. I'm not saying not all of them, but I've been on the floor where I'm literally working from eight in the morning till eight at night. So by the time I get a client, it's not really, I've I've not been able to respond to them in terms of their support that they need. I found that with personal, online personal training or online coaching, you're able to help that client to make it into a holistic change. Um, It's not just about working out. Like I said, working out or fitness is probably just about 20% of trying to lose weight. The other 80% is about nutrition and also your, your mindset. 
Definitely. Um, even I'm on my journey, I'm still trying to get in my head, like it's 80% nutrition, 20% work. I'm being like working out and stuff, but yeah. How do you keep yourself motivated as a personal trainer? You're out here motivating other people like, okay, guys need to get to, how do you keep yourself motivated as well? Um, there's a lot of things that I do. I always tell my clients yeah. that motivation is temporary so there are days you're going to be motivated go to the gym or to eat well and there's days you're not going to be you're just going to be like I just want to stay in bed or I don't want to go or something's come up so some of the things that I do I do there's about three or four things I make sure I do I call them my non-negotiables so no matter what no matter what I have to do this a week so for instance the first thing is, no matter what, I have to get in four days of pers- of training in a week. That's great for my mental health as well as my physical. So those are the things I do. Yeah. I have to make sure I train four days in a week. That could be different for other people. They might just say, make sure I do two days, three days. It's just a, that's, that's my first thing. Second thing that I do to keep myself motivated is that I have a coach. I have my own coach who writes my own workouts and also that I can ask questions and and also I'm accountable to so accountability so that when I'm going off track when I'm not doing what I need to then he can also be like what's going on kind of put me back on track the third thing that I do third thing that I do is that um I make sure that I know what my goals are, like what is it that I want to achieve and how am I going to meet it? So I keep just going until I meet that goal. And even if I do hit that goal, then what's next? So I have I write goals down that I want to achieve. So my, my goal might be to put on as much muscle as I can uh, or it could be to lose a certain amount of fat, um, those and I give myself you know a number but I don't I don't pressure myself but I just make sure yeah. I, I I make sure that I um I don't pressure myself but at the same time I make sure I'm doing the actions that will get me there so does that make sense yeah yeah so for instance like I said going to the gym four times a week keeping myself accountable to my coach uh, making sure that I meal prep. So meal prep is another thing um, that makes sure for me is to make, that motivates me because if I have a c- certain routine, yeah, and I stick, to it, then I have to keep on at it. Yeah, so yeah. that's some of the things that I do. I put steps in place so that I just have to do it. Yeah, so that you can follow and you stick to it. So you have no reason to stray off the routine. Yeah. And, yeah. and there will be times that, believe me, there'll be times where I do stray off, you know. There'll yeah. be times where I don't feel motivated to go to the gym or I don't feel motivated to stick to eating a certain way. That time that I feel like that, I check in with myself or with my coach yeah and it it could be a variety of things as to why it could be overworking so maybe sometimes I've overworked sometimes it could be a lot of things are going on outside of 
like in my family or not family, but in my environment. And I just need yeah. to, I just need to bring it back to why is it I'm doing it. Um, kind of give yourself like a reminder. Yeah, give myself a reminder. And then I reflect back on my goals and just make sure that, okay, this is why I'm doing it. This is the reason I'm doing it. And then I just keep going. So going back to like the reasons, so I always make sure I give myself reasons to doing it. Yeah. Um, so do you, like you said in your previous statement, you you have your fitness goals, you've set them. Would you care to share some with us? Yeah, sure. I mean, it, it kind of varies. When I first started my my journey, my fitness yeah. journey, um, I used to watch a lot of YouTubers and Instagram and follow lots of people. And I used to see, follow a lot of fitness, fitness um, uh, influencers, should I say. And I used to get really warped into wanting to look like them. Yeah. Until, until yeah. I started, yeah. On, and, and it happens to a lot of people. Until I started realizing Oh, my personal when I learned around the body genetics, how it works, how everyone's got different types of shape and how, you know, things like that. I became understanding to love my body the way it is. And then I also learned I can't have the same goal as everybody else or I can't look like everybody else. Does that make sense? Yeah. So my key my key fitness goals was really to lose um, fat uh, and also to build muscle. I I wanted to change my physique because I was, I I mean, I wasn't, um, at my my largest, I was probably 110 kgs. Mm -hmm. Um, At my lowest, I was probably uh, 80, about 80 kg. And I'm quite tall, mm-hmm. I'm five, I'm five, eight, five, nine. So wow. being tall means that you tend to be a bit more heavier. Yeah. My shape, can, I kind of store a lot of weight more in my lower half. So I tend to be a bit more heavier. So when I was at 80, I was the leanest. And when I was so lean, I didn't really, um, I didn't have a lot of muscle, so I looked really yeah. skinny. So what they would call, oh. yeah. So I was really slim, very lean, lean, and I, even though I was athletic looking, I didn't, I wasn't happy with that look. So now my fitness goal is put on muscle, oh. be strong, and also to have, I guess you know, build my legs, have a smaller waist as everyone wants to have, um, yeah. and also more of a toned arms and things like that. So that's more my my goal. And just to be, you know, generally, I am happy with my body, no matter what it looks like, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I strive to just make sure that it I can, I do, I can do the best with it, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, Another question, like, how, do, like, as someone, for myself, it's really hard to, like, 
um, come to terms with like accepting yourself while improving yourself. Like I always, how would you tell a client or anyone to, you know, like stop doubting yourself, stop putting yourself down throughout your journey? Like, like tell yourself it's okay to like, as long as you are consistent. You know, so encourage yourself basically. How did you become to a level of like I'm I am who I am and I'm working on myself basically? Yeah, I mean that's a really key question and that's a key point because um growing up I was I wasn't um very I didn't have, know my self-worth. Yeah. And I also didn't know I didn't I had quite uh People would see me, but they wouldn't know that I had low self-esteem. But in yeah. my actions, in my actions, you would see it in certain things. Um, for example, if I walked into a room, I had my head down. I just wanted to be not noticed or um, I would, I, I was just very, like, not very, I, would, I didn't have very good self-esteem, should I say. Um and growing up, yeah. over time, what I found was that it come. It, it's a lot of different things that could affect that. I had um, I had really good friends around me. Um, it comes with your environment, so people who are around you that encourage you. Um, it comes. So for me, I I made sure that I don't have negative people around me. And I have people, yeah. That are more positive. Yeah, so I have, I have more positive people around me. Um, that's one of the key things that I, I would say. Um, also, um, if some when it comes to self worth, um, it's it's more down to like loving yourself, no matter what your body looks like, and that's hard to do. It's really really hard to Definitely. do. Definitely. But I think it's about taking away what you look like and be and more around what you who you are as a person, if that makes sense. So I'm caring, I'm loving, um, I am I'm um, smart. Um, you know, all these things that you are is what makes you. Your body does not make you. That makes if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. it's more of what's on inside yeah that makes it's you easy are. And it's, very, it's very cliche yeah but I think you have to work on your inside so that it can then resonate on the outside and that's 100% true because if you can't work on the inside how are you going to change what or even if you change what's on the outside you might still not like what's inside yeah you know? I know someone, one of my friends who she was very big and she then did the surgery. And then when she did the surgery, um, the weight, weight, yeah, weight loss surgery, she, she lost a lot of weight, but she still didn't confront what was inside. So she felt like the weight would change her life. Mm -hmm. weight change. But it didn't because you still need to work on what's inside for it to all kind of connect come together yeah so uh -huh. to anybody i would say like learn to love yourself 
learn to do things that make you feel good. Um, try not, in life, you can't please people. You really can't mm. please people. So learn to understand that you can't please people. All you can do is be happy with what you can do and do deliver what you can deliver. And everybody else would just have to, you know, get on, you know, yeah. meet, you, meet you at your point. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's good advice. Oh, I wish I had that advice when I was younger. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> seriously, like um, one of the tips you said is surrounding yourself with positive people. Like I remember at the age of, when I first started going to the gym, I was probably 14. And at the time it was just more like my it was parents just saying like you need to lose weight you're getting bigger and at the time I didn't know what I was going to the gym for I didn't like have my goals it was just okay people were calling me chubby fat. I just need to lose weight so I can feel validated at the time and that mm -hmm. kind of mindset carried on until adulthood basically and since like chaining with you I'm kind of having to reset my mindset like okay I need to stop I'm not trying to lose weight for other people it's for myself and it's, it's kind of, it's like unwiring. You're trying to like break down everything that people have told you and yourself to build up a better mindset to be like, hey, this is me. Yeah. I am a kind person. I'm doing this for myself at the end of the day. Like, yeah. I get it. <laughs> um, what advice do you have for someone starting out on their weight loss journey? Like what? tips and tricks would you say to someone who's like taking this plunge of like I'm doing this for myself so that they become consistent with their goal I would say write down what the goals are make them realistic yeah. smart goals as they say so make them specific make them measurable um, make them achievable a time scale I also say that share your goal with somebody that you trust or someone that can support you. So for instance, my goal when I first started was that I wanted to lose um, 10 kgs and I wanted to do it within six to nine months. And so I had a friend and then he was personal trainer and I told him that's what I want to do and said, okay, let, let's do this. Da, 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 da. So I, I would say write down what your goals are. Second is find somebody that can support you with it. Yeah. And then also, and, and then also have someone that you're accountable to. Now, if you can't afford to have someone that you can be accountable to, there's ways you can do things like, for instance, you can have other friends or it's social, social media is a, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing because I've made a lot of friends through fitness by just following other PTs and other people that are into fitness and encourage, we encourage each other, message each other. Hey, we, you know, we're probably from opposite part of the of, of London or UK but we would be like oh yeah you know one day we'll come and train together or some things like that so just following people that uh, have similar interests with you so that yeah because I'll 
none of my friends, none of my immediate friends are into working out. None of them go to the gym. Yeah. One of my they know I'm a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've given I've told them come to come train with me. You know, we you know, even if we can just go walking on a treadmill or anything like that, but they 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 don't they don't take up the opportunity. Yeah. And that's fine. And that's fine because it made me feel like, okay, what's different is that I can't let my environment or the, because other people are not doing it, does that mean that I should stop doing it? No. In yeah, fact, exactly. I need to do it even more so. I need to do it even more so because they're not doing it. Um, so that was one of the things that I, I, I didn't have people who were, yeah. So I made friends that go to the gym. I talked to people in the gym. So I made friends with people in the gym. I started training with them as well. So, you know, fitness allowed me to have confidence to approach other people, learn from them and things like that. So that's when I'll say some of the tips that I would say you should try as a beginner. Definitely, if you can get afford to have a personal trainer or coach, have one, even if it's just to ask have, uh, here and there sessions, because one of the things about that is um, le- I, I learned a lot from the people that I worked with. Um, and I used to travel, mm-hmm. from, I used to travel from Hounslow and I would go to Northwest London or North, uh, North London, actually, once a week, even sometimes wow. twice a week, I would travel for about an hour and a half just to go and train with my friend in the gym. And I did that for over a year or so before I became a personal trainer. That was how I really wanted to do it. I mean, obviously he was giving me free sessions. So I was like, well, yeah, why not? And that's why I say, <laughs> I say that's why I say, you know, a, a lot of the time people, if you really want it, you will make your way to do it. You know? Yeah. I, wanted to learn I really wanted to understand I really wanted to lift weights and and change my body so I made I made a decision that I'm gonna get up on a Sunday or whatever it is after work and drive all the way to North London from Hounslow and just to get myself um to work with somebody so if you want to do something you won't let anything get in your way you do it just do it. In the words of Mike, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Very inspiring, literally. Like, um, my, I haven't, one, um, one of the things I was really skeptical about, I, I hated going to the gym by myself because I always felt like people were staring at me. So I would, I was asking, like, oh, do you guys get to do this gym and this gym? And it was nice having a friend at first, but then, scheduling collapses and you can't really use them as an excuse to just go to the gym so I was just like oh I eventually started going by myself because it was just you know at the end of the day you're you're like motivated to do it for yourself and my friend also held me accountable it's like Daniel did you go to the gym today and I have to be like yes yes I did so I get it like 100% I mean I, I get I get that people want like you know I hear a lot of people say I can't do it by myself or Mm. um, I need someone to be with me or 
And I just say, okay, that's fine. Because when I first started, I was so scared to be at the gym. I didn't like, I felt people were staring at me. I didn't know what I was doing. I felt so awkward. And then as time goes on, once you become going and you start seeing results, yeah. start feeling mentally more stronger, um, you then become a little bit more able to do it on your own. So like I said, I was going to train with my friend for about a year or so. And then I then started to do it on my own. And when you start doing, because I always say to people, you came into this world alone. You're going to leave this world on your own. So why can't you go to the gym on your, on your own? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So next question. What procedures do you carry out to find a fitness regime for your clients? Like, how do you decide what is the right um procedure for clients because everyone's different everyone's meta met metabolism is different and diets are different to you so how do you ensure that they're getting the right nutrients they're doing the right type of exercise and they're you know definitely going to see the result for that specific body type yeah I mean, it depends on yeah. what the person's goal is. If the person's goal is weight loss, or sorry, should I say fat loss, then then you, it's pretty yeah. much the thing you want to do. It's calorie deficit. You want so with weight with fat loss or with um, yeah with fat loss, you want to be in a caloric deficit. So you want to eat mm -hmm. less, and you want to eat and you want to move more. Mm -hmm. um, if you want, if your if the client's goal is to build a muscle, uh, get toned or get stronger, then they'll probably be in a calorie surplus, depending on the person. They will probably eat more because they will need to lift and get you know stronger. So it just depends on the person's goal, based mm -hmm. on how. I um, set their process up um, it's also dependent on the individual so I usually will talk to them about what they like to eat how their eating patterns are um, what is their fitness like what is their schedule like in terms of going work versus and you know getting in some kind of activity do they work at in the office and the desk at a desk um, so there's all these different variables that you need to put into place in terms of, well, in terms of the exercise you give them or fitness exercise you give them. In terms of food, then you, it depends on, like I said, if you want to lose uh, fat um, or if they want to gain muscle. Now you can do the two at the same time, which is what I like. Mm -hmm. I tend to like do with people I like to get them to weight train as well as do cardio at the same time because then that helps them to burn burn fat as well as tone up at the same time what is the right amount of cardio and weight training because you know like we both said we used to go hammer like ham on cardio I remember spending when I um 10 minutes on the treadmill and then another 10 minutes on the bicycle and then another 10 minutes on the cross trainer 
um, do the smallest amounts of like weightlifting and then call it a day. Mm-hmm. So what do you think the ratio for cardio to weight training should be the right amount? So I would always opt for weight training over cardio. Um, yeah. But I do, I believe that you need to have cardio for heart muscular, uh, sorry, for cardiovascular. It's good for your heart. Um, and it's also good for your, you know, mentally as well. Weight training, when you're weight, when you're lifting weights, um, you're building muscle. And when you're t- building muscle, you're tearing, basically you're tearing muscle. It's little fragments you're tearing. And then when you yeah. recover, when you recover and rest, it kind of um, heals, or should I say, mends back together and then it gets bigger. That's how you build your muscle. As it gets bigger, muscle also burns fat, should I say, just to put it in that kind of perspective. So when that happens, yeah. when that happens, you're actually, um, you're, you're actually, when you're building muscle, you're burning fat. Does that make sense? So then when that happens, you're able to uh, stay, remain toned. Yeah. And also what happens is when you're building, like for instance, when you weight train, your body's going to be recovering and healing throughout that whole kind of the whole day. And that means you're kind of mm-hmm. burning calories and building at the same time for that the whole day. Does that make sense? But if you're doing cardio, you're yeah. kind of more burning calories rather than burning fat. Does that make oh, sense? Okay, yeah. So say yeah. you've been much more eating, than, yeah yeah so say you've eaten 1500 calories and then you you see people going on a treadmill oh i've burned 500 calories oh yeah yeah i've burned 600 calories you've just burnt off what you've eaten really but you're not really burnt off your no. fat so i always say when you lift that's when you're actually going to be getting that strength I'm sorry, that um, muscle, uh, yeah, muscle growth, which then uh, over a day, over hours, you're still burning fat on throughout the day. But when you do cardio, you're just burning it in that hour of what you're doing. Oh, okay. So you would say like weight training is more like a continuous thing throughout the day, whereas um, cardio is just that specific that, time that you've done it yeah okay. but there's two types of, there's two types of cardio okay okay a bit complicated now there's one called list which is low intensity steady state cardio list is okay. just very low cardio so such as walking so getting mm-hmm. in your step uh walking on a treadmill not running just walking on an incline um walking on an incline uh, state so that's just literally very steady cardio now that cardio is actually really good for you because what it does is um it it's not too strenuous on your body 
so you can recover more after you've worked out on a training like lift weightlifting. Yeah. It helps you keep muscle because if you run in all the time, you can actually lose the muscle that you're trying to grow. Yeah. And then also it also and it also helps you, like I say, it helps you recover, helps you keep muscle, and also it helps you burn fat after a weight training session. Yeah. Yeah. The other type of cardio is you've got um hit. I'm sure you probably heard of that. High intensity high intensity training. Yes. High intensity interval training. And that cardio, a lot of people get that cardio wrong because they feel like they can just do um uh they just like do let's say they do burpees and then the rest, and then they do burpees and the rest. But what you can, what you really need to do is you need to go all out. So you would do like, say for instance, 10 to 15 seconds of, yeah. of either it's a slam ball or maybe it's the battle ropes. It could be any kind of cardio that's gonna get your heart rate up. But you have to go yeah. out. So you have to go all out, like really, um, go for it. Yeah, push it. Push it for bit within that fifteen to ten seconds. Yeah, and then you rest. You get your heart rate back down to normal, and then you go back again. Okay. Uh-huh. That okay. way, what that does is it's good. That that's very good on a um, empty stomach, like fasted, maybe when you wake up in the morning. Or, yeah. Um, before you do like a, a workout to kind of do your warm up, but it can also tire you out. So you don't do your workout as strength and weight, weight training as strong as you want to. Yeah. So when it comes to those two types of cardio, you need to know when to put them into your workout plan based on what you're going for, and what you want to achieve. Does that make sense? So having yeah. the right type of cardio, having I would always say go for weight training over cardio. Yeah. Over, you should do both. You should do both for one weight training, like I said, for burning muscle throughout the way throughout the day and gaining muscle. Sorry, for not burning muscle, for gaining growing muscle. Yeah. And toning your body. And the cardio is after your training or fasted because that's when you can then be you burning what we call glycogen, which yeah. is fat storage. Yeah. 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 Very educational. I didn't know that as well. I didn't know, um, cause I know when I heard of HIT, I thought it was, I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know you had to go all out, but at the time I wasn't putting everything and it was longer periods of time. It wasn't 10 to 15 seconds. I would just do, if it was on the cross train, I would only do like a minute of just going really fast. And then like another minute of just going my normal pace. I didn't know you have to be like, that's why they do it in shorter intervals. Cause yeah, yeah. You're that's pushing to the very limit, like. Exactly, yeah. So you, your uh, hit shouldn't go over like 10 to 15 minutes. Should be about t- 10 sets or so. Yeah. So you go all out. Another question, you know, when you said meal planning, mm-hmm. I know I struggle, I struggle with meal planning a lot. 
because just because cooking for everyone in my household, some people were so picky, and then being able to cook for yourself is just everyone knows the looks you feel like, oh, I want that. And it's just it's very complicated. How do you like um? How does your meal planning help and how do you meal plan yourself? Like, how do you meal prep your meal? And what days do you meal prep? Is there a specific day to meal prep? So, um, meal planning is not for everybody. Um, but for me, it works. And for the people that I know that do it, it works. Yeah. Because if you're a busy person, uh, you don't want to have to like oh wake up and then the most of the reason why people do end up putting on weight is because they just eat when they're eating out they don't know what's going in the food yeah um they might go from creamy they might go from sweet potato mash in the, in the shop or in the restaurant and it ends up being that they put i don't know butter and um double cream and everything else like that into the sweet potato mash and it's not actually super mash but it's not a healthy option at that point you've added all sorts of calories into it yeah so that's why i always recommend people to do meal planning so you know exactly what's in your food and also that you um kind of have you're in a calorie deficit so you know exactly like you're eating less than you should be so when it comes to meal planning i for me personally i um find that I might do take a day like a Sunday. Um, I yeah. And I'll just cook all, all like my meals. And I'll bulk, milk, bulk cook it, if that makes sense. So if I've got chicken, mm. I'll cook all my chicken. Or if I've got any rice or sweet potatoes or anything that I need to have, I'll bulk make it. And I usually make it for like three or four days. Yeah. So that it's just fresher in the day, like, you know, for those days. Uh, so I'll do it twice a week. Either I'll do a Sunday morning, cook everything, or Sunday afternoon, and then a Wednesday or Thursday, I'll cook everything. And I will, I might not prep, I might not put them all in the containers, but I will um, have it ready so that I can just dish it out when I need to. Yeah. I'm lucky enough I live alone. But I understand, yeah, I understand how it is to live with family and not only do you have your own meal prep, they also have, but they also have might have naughty bits in the house that keeps you yeah. from trying to stay on track. Um, so one of the things that I would like, I would suggest is, I don't know, it depends on the family that works on it for everybody is that I would tell people, uh, look, this is how it is. I have a goal. I hope you understand. Um, I have to eat a certain um, amount of foods. Could you support me with this? I'm going to make my food. Duh, 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 duh. And just keep, keep them aware that you're not doing it out of... Uh, greediness or spite or anything you're doing it because it's something that you need to do if they want to jump on board and cook with you or do whatever or say oh we'll eat the same meals then they might do that um i had to have that conversation with my partner i had to tell him so funny enough i'm, I'm a bit sad are you there 
Yeah. I'm a bit sad. Well, I'm not sad. He's he's really good at he's really good and supportive because he knows what my goal is and that I yeah. this is my field of work. So there was a point where we started dating and we were going out, eating out and everything like that. He's very good. He's not very he's not into food a lot. So for him, it, it he doesn't need to go out and eat. So um I had to rein myself back in and say right say right okay well I'm I'm going to have to cook and every time I go to his house I will have my own meals ready so literally I will cook all my food on Sunday or whenever it is and if I'm going to his house I have all my meals prepped and ready I know it sounds sad but that's how I do it because (laughs) I think it sounds cute. Not sad. It, it reminds it kind of in my head. It's like you're carrying like a little lunchbox. Yeah. So like. <laughs> yeah. And literally, I'll be like, uh, "This is all my meals," but I'll still cook for him, and I'll still make yeah. food. And if he says, "Oh, that looks really nice," I'll make extra and I'll put for him, and then that's his share, and he can have that. So, I just kind of had to make it work. Um. I had to make sure that I plan and I always plan ahead. So I, I'll be like, okay, what am I doing tomorrow? Okay, I'm I'm going, I'm going to the gym. Okay, what type of meals am I going to eat? Okay, this is what I'm going to have. So I'm going to make this and have that ready to my house. I just plan ahead, always plan ahead. I don't like to um, freestyle. I realize when I freestyle, it doesn't work for me. And it had to become um, a habit. Some people don't like it. But there is no way you will, I mean, tracking is part of life in terms of if you want to lose weight. Yeah. You have to track your food. I know some coaches will be like, oh, you know, you can, you don't need to be meal prepping. Um, But how do you find the balance? How do you know what you're eating? Especially if your goal, if you have a specific goal. Yeah, agreed. I mean, Tracking for me has been a bit wonky, but I find when I do track, it does help me stay, like, motivated, like, um, it does help me stay motivated, and also knows, like, what am I, what am I putting into my body, and, like, how many carbohydrates have I consumed, how much protein have I eaten, am I drinking enough water, and, yeah, it, it does help. Yeah. Meal prep, on the other hand, I need... <laughs> what works for you? Uh, and just have tenacity just have focus as to you know there will be days where you get you know things don't go your way or things don't happen the way you want it so but you would have to um i just be like okay right how am i going to move on from this can't can't wallow on this anymore what can i change what do i do differently um and make it work um what is your favorite area to work out on? Like when you go to the gym, what is just one area that you just love to work out on? You mean on my area on my body or area in the gym? Which <laughs> area on my body? Oh, I mean area on the body, not like area in the gym. <laughs> yeah. So uh, favorite area, it used to be no. legs. It used to be legs because all, every, all, every female loves training legs for some reason. Um, Definitely legs. Um, however if you train legs properly like really well the way you're supposed to you will be loving legs (laughs) (laughs) so 
um, for me, when I first started training, it's funny, I used to train legs like three times a week until my, oh coach, my, gosh. my coach was like, you shouldn't be training legs three times a week because if you train legs properly, you're going to know that you don't need to train it legs three times a week because you'll be so sore. <laughs> and you don't have to be sore, but yeah. so, you know, you, if you lift so heavy and you lift right, you'll know. You would know. So uh, it went down from three to two days and now it's actually just one day because literally when I lift, it could take me, you know, I, I can... Um, I can feel that I've done the work, if that makes sense. So now my yeah. favorite area to train is my back. Oh, um, okay. Back and biceps. Because um, I just love it. And also if, if a, a key thing for women is that you should actually train your upper body, especially if you want to have yeah. this hourglass figure that everyone wants to have. Or if you have a specific body type where you lose weight, your upper body so quickly um mm. i would always say try and train your upper body at least twice a week and then your legs twice a week it depends on the split it depends on the person yeah um and it depends on the goal so yeah my back, sure. my back is my favorite to work out mm-hmm. okay. um what do you think about crash diets and intermittent fasting? Like there are so many crash diets out there. I've tried some myself. I've also tried the method intermittent fasting. What are your opinions on these methods for people trying to lose weight? Um, sorry. With, okay, I'll start with crash dieting. We've all been there. Yeah. Everyone's done it. We've done shakes and and a lot of these companies that they know what they're doing because they know people want to lose weight fast. So they yeah. make money from it and they do it. So I'm not going to name any companies. One of those things I did, I did do the shake, one of the shakes, well-known shake diet. Yeah. It worked. I lost a lot of weight. I couldn't go to the gym because they'd advise you not to because you're on such low calories that yeah. you go to the gym to lift or to work out, you could actually pass out because you're only on like 600 calories in a day. Yeah. What I found was I was so lethargic. Um, I couldn't concentrate or focus at work. I was kind of weak. As in, you know, I, I was able to lift much anyway because I was only on like 600 calories. And it was just not a way of life. I couldn't live on that. Uh, And then I did that. And then I was skinny. What they call like skinny. I won't say skinny fat. I was very slim. But it wasn't sustainable one. And when when I stopped and I went back to eating food, I just, I binged basically. I ate so much yeah the weight just came back on and what happens is it comes back even more like double most of the time because your body has been deprived for so long that when it's in that deficit for so long 
it's ready to take on and absorb because it doesn't know when it's going to get food again so it's like yeah it's like a hungry child in the corner and you literally starve that child for so long and then when you give it food and like here you go here you go the child is eating and it just can't stop mm. and you know it's you you can't it's like an uncontrollable feeling you can't do anything about it and so that's why it, especially when I started back on my journey of trying to lose weight again at my heaviest it was a lot harder yeah, yeah. everything I needed to do but it made it so hard to lose and shift the weight so I would say would I recommend it no I believe that you should always not you shouldn't restrict yourself you should find healthier ways and healthier um, options of eating to be able to lose weight um, find the right amount of macros so right amount of proteins, carbs, and fats you should be eating. And then each week you should be cutting back little by little. Yeah. So that you can get used to it. Slow weight loss means that it's, it's, much, it's more sustainable than fast yeah. loss. The other thing is intermittent fasting. I believe yeah. intermittent fasting is good is for certain things but it's not a lifestyle that you can maintain forever okay so for instance if somebody who has a lot of the bodybuilders builders do it sometimes because they eat so much food to get strong and to get um to grow muscle because they're constantly eating like maybe sometimes six or seven meals a day mm. and they need to have a break they might have an intimate, like a break from eating so much. They will do intermittent fasting to kind of cleanse out their body and, you know, get back to get their um, pancreas and their, their stomach and things like that to get back to full working order because once you're constantly eating, it, just, it can mess you up quite a lot. Yeah. So I believe that intermittent fasting is good for some of these reasons. Also for people who might be sick or ill um, mm. or might have uh, some kind of form of disease uh, not disease sorry cancers and things like that those might be a good kind of healing for them to kind of rest the body for it to come you know to heal the body um, but I don't think it's a sustainable thing for weight loss oh okay yeah. I've, I've tried intermittent fasting. I mean, it isn't sustainable because I remember I did it for a month. Yeah. For my birthday, I wanted to lose four kg for my birthday and I did it for a month. And when it did come to my birthday, I did reach my goal. But since it was my birthday, I was like, okay, I'm just going to eat. It's fine because it's my birthday. It was very hard to go back to it because it was just like, my after being on such a um, routine of, eating in that window my body was just kind of like okay but you had food in the morning you had in the afternoon you had it at night and then the next day I was just kind of like um it got confused I would say more like more so um, I did enjoy it though it's a really nice way to cleanse after what kind of event or whatever I yeah, think it, I mean it's really good especially if you want to clear out toxins or yeah come back the day and you've just been you know going 
going crazy from a holiday, you might want to do that. Um, but I just wouldn't suggest it for forever. Yeah. Um, would you um, would you recommend? Would you ever tell a client weight loss surgery? Um. Yes, I would, and if it's for health reasons, not for cosmetic mm-hmm. reasons. <laughs> if it's for health reasons, like I said, I know two people, two or three people who've had um, weight loss surgery, and it's been beneficial for them because one, it was, they were at health risk with diabetes. They mm-hmm. were, uh, they've had, they've, they were just unable to lose the weight. And anyway, when you do want to go and weight loss surgery, I do believe the doctor will say you need to lose some form of weight before they can allow you to to go on the so to, to go to do it. Yeah. Um, so would I recommend somebody? Yes, I would for health reasons. If they've tried everything, but not if not because they want to do it for cosmetic reasons, I would say do it more because of uh, it would be beneficial for your health. It'll be beneficial for their health. Uh, yeah, 100%. And I think that um, I, I'm not against, I would never be against any form of surgery. Um, it's, the per, it's, it's everyone's personal choice. Yeah. When you do have weight loss surgery, you will still have to go to the gym. So it isn't, um, it isn't a, a cure, if that's, that's the word yeah. to use. It isn't. Uh, it's not. It's not going to make everything in the world better because when you do have it, like I said, those people that I know that they still have to go to the gym. They still have to mind. Yeah. They still have to mind how they eat, and they still have to have a better relationship with food. And that is the key thing. It's about a relationship. How you the relationship with food. That's what the main thing is. Um, and the weight loss surgery does not, um, I don't do really, Yeah, it doesn't do that. You still have to come out of it. Once you've losing, lost weight, you still have to learn that habit as well of eating for your body, eating right for your body. Definitely. Agreed. Agreed. Like I know myself, at a younger age, I was thinking of getting weight loss surgery. Um, but it's like, I've, I've seen, I've followed influencers mm-hmm. and some who have gone under weight loss surgery to see results. And they have said it in post, like, you know, it's not, it's not just get the surgery and live large. No, you get the surgery and you have to still be consistent after you have to start eating healthily. Yeah. Going to the gym wrecking out because that's going to aid you yeah Surgery is giving you a starting point a head start yeah definitely 100% I do think yeah. that I do say um yeah it's definitely right but I would I would still say it's not it's never too late to do it um but just make sure you do it for the right reasons and um do it because 
um, knowing that you're still, it's not the end. It's not going to be like, oh, I've got it. And then everything's perfect. Yeah. Have your eyes open and be ready to do the work after it. Definitely. But it's definitely a good step to getting you on that. Anybody that's doing it, yeah, to get them on that path. Um, and the last question is, is there a right way to start a weight loss journey? Is there a right and wrong way to start a weight loss journey? Um, that's a, a good question. There's no right or wrong way. Just start. <laughs> Just start. Just, Just do start. it. There's never going to be a perfect time. There's never going to yeah. be right time I've heard so many people tell me oh I'm just gonna wait for for instance I'm gonna wait for COVID to be over and the gyms <laughs> and the gyms are going to be cleaner and stuff like that I was like what's the gym got to do with your weight loss you can lose weight you can exercise in your home oh I don't have any space in my home there's outside you can go for walks you can do this there's so many things you can do your nutrition can get better so there's so many ways you can start and I say just do it there I know it's easy to say that but start small start really small if it's going to be things like I'm going to drink more water in my day that's a yeah. perfect start. if it's going to be I'm going to do I'm going to go walking and hit 10,000 steps a day without doubt that's how I started I said I'm going to start walking I'm going to go um for a run or I'm going to go do lots of walking and make sure I hit my 10,000 steps. And when I did 10,000, it went to 12,000, then it went to 15, and then it went to, there were days I'll be doing like 30K steps in one day. I would just wake up early, go for an hour walk, then get ready, go to work when I finish work. Uh, no, when I was on my lunch break, I would do another hour's work, walk. And then when I get home, have my dinner and everything, and then do another walk. So that's, that's kind of an, a way I was getting my fitness in without going to the gym. Um, uh-huh. And then I said, okay, right, now I'm going to do something else. I'm going to start tracking my food. What am I eating? So I started then doing that, picking healthier options, finding healthier meals, alternatives that I liked. So mm. if I'm, I'm a chocolate person, I love to eat chocolate. I just had to say, right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to have this in the house. I'm not going to buy it. I'm just not going to have it in the house for me to eat. But maybe one day in the week, maybe it's a Friday after I've gone to the gym, or maybe it's a Sunday when I'm with my family, I might have something and that's it. I'm not going to have it for the whole day. So those are the things that I told myself I'll start doing and mm-hmm. helping me. So each day I became a habit. I used to buy like my favorite things used to be like biscuits or things like pastries. I love things like croissants and things like that. And then I started researching into it. Okay, how many calories are in a croissant? Oh my gosh. So there's about 600 to 1,000 something in a, in a chocolate. In a, yeah, in a chocolate croissant or in a, what is it, 500 calories? Depending on the type of croissant you have, if it's like a, a, a butter one. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So then I started looking at that and I thought, hold on. Um, I'm going to the gym. I'm spending an hour in the gym or two hours, and, an hour and a half in the gym. And I can eat that in the space of five minutes. 
I've been spending so I I mean it's not the healthiest way I'm not going to say but it made me open my eyes to what I'm putting in my body and how quick I can spend maybe I go to McDonald's and I have a meal and that's a 1,400 calories and that's actually the meal the price the that's like and I'm supposed to be eating maybe two two thousand two hundred calories I've just eaten I've just consumed literally everything in one go so then I started looking at foods that I can break down and eat for longer periods of time like that will fill me up for longer periods of time yeah and the key thing was that I had to learn have a better relationship with food but to do that I need to understand food yeah understand what I'm putting in my body so that's the key thing I would say to people is understand what you're putting in your body. If you're going to eat uh, a whole burger and all that stuff, find out what's in it. Okay, this is made out of um, fat. The, the cheese or the egg or whatever it is that's on there, it's the cheese is trans, trans uh, sorry. It's, it's, yeah, so I, I sorry, I, I forgot what I was going to say. So I started researching what I was eating and then making it, make sense to me if that makes sense <laughs> yeah. So, yeah so so that um, I know what I'm putting in my body and therefore that helped as well uh, when you said the croissant thing oh my goodness I remember when I first started my job like I had no time because I live really it's still like 45 minute journey on the bus to get to where I work so I had no time to like prepare breakfast so I'd stop in the cafe get my coffee like black coffee and I'd get like my pan udu chocolate now that you said that I was like oh my god I was consuming like half of my quarter of my daily intake and like I literally ate that before I even got to work so now (laughs) it it really puts things into perspective yeah it does and that's that's the thing I mean we've all been guilty of it I'm not saying don't have it, but just be aware of when you're having it. Also, yeah. Um, if you're going to have that every single day, then yeah, of course, you know, over time, that's you're going to gain. But if you're going to be like, oh, I haven't had a croissant in a while, I'm just going to have it. And it's like, it's been like months or mm-hmm. it's, been a, it's been a week, a few weeks. You have the occasional thing, that's fine. But if it becomes every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, before, before we um, end the interview, there was one question that <laughs> there's been debates on this question. There's been videos made on this question. And I have to ask, what is better, working out in the morning or working out in the evening? <laughs> wow. Um, there is a, a I for me I personally don't think there's anything there's only better for the individual yeah so it depends on the individual if you're talking about when it's best to do cardio then that's different but when you are talking about when when it's better to do a workout or go to do work to, to exercise it depends on the person I mm. am not an early person like I, I'm a morning person if I have to yeah. I, I'm all right. I could train in the morning as long as I've had a good sleep and I've planned that I'm going to go in the gym in the morning. 
I can train mm-hmm. in the morning. Um, I could train in the evening. However, I don't like it because the gym's busy. Yeah. I get what I need to do in our particular gym anyway. But in, uh, in general, I don't mind when I train as long as I train. <laughs> um, so I'm, I, I, for other people, it depends. Like if you're a morning person and you can get a workout in first thing in the morning, do it, just do it. If you can do it in the evening, do it if it's midday, just as long as you get it done and get it done right, that's all that matters really. That's what I would say. So for me, I started, I, I say, I would tell people, if you're on your fitness journey, try it. Try and see if you can do your workouts in the morning and how you feel. Do you still feel energetic throughout the day or do you start crashing? Or do you feel, do you prepare to have a good sleep, wake up, go to work and then go to the gym after? Just find out what works for you and then stick, you know, stick to it. And if you can't stick to it, you need to make sure you can stick to it really. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've tried all the times, all, all um, hours of the day. I've tried early morning, like when the gym was 24 hours, I went, the earliest I've ever been was five o'clock. Mm. And then after that workout, I felt great. I was like, okay, set my day ahead. Um, I've gone, especially if I work full time, if I'm working from like nine till six, I know I won't be able to go in the gym in the morning. So I go late and yes, it is so crowded. Literally, you'll be waiting in line for one equipment that you need and you're just like, but even after I've done it, it's just like, okay, I've done my workout for the day. That's great. I get a really nice rest and it does make me fall asleep really quickly because I'm exhausted after that. Yeah. Yeah. And I've tried midday as well. Midday's... I think midday for me is the best of both worlds because it's not too early, but it's not too late. Yeah. I would always suggest to plan your training days. Yeah. Always have a program, like what a workout of what you're going to be doing. So you know what you're doing in the gym. Don't, I wouldn't recommend people to go in and freestyle. And I always mm. should your workout plan, you should be able to commit, com, com, uh, complete, commit. commit to it for about a month. And then you change it because the muscle groups need to learn um, and you need to grow. So, you know, keep doing it. Yeah. And also I would suggest um, planning your days. So for me, I always say, okay, uh, how I always plan a week ahead. Okay, when am I going to the gym next week? What's my plan? Okay, for instance, next week I've got my nephews coming round. And then I've got my friend that wants to do something. And then I've got my boyfriend who wants to do something. So I'm like, okay, when am I going to train? So I plan it ahead in my head. I mean, or if it, or yeah. my, in my calendar as well, actually, because of my business, I need to know when I'm going to be going to the gym so that I can have my time for my clients. So I would be like, okay, Monday and Tuesday, I'm going to train day one and day two where I'm going to rest two days in between the week when my nephew is here and then I'm back in the gym on the Friday and Saturday and then I'll rest on Sunday and be, spend time with my boyfriend. So these are the things that I would do to make sure that my training is always put into my week, not the other way yeah. around. It's never the other way around. It's always my, when is my training going to be? How I'm going to make sure I do it and make sure I fit things around it. So it's not always, oh, um, this person's coming, this person's coming, I need to change my training day. No, it's, 
okay, I'm going to fit the training up to, okay, I'm going to go early so that I can spend time with my family. Oh, I'm going to go late so that I can get everything I need to do and then go after. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So plan your days and know what you're going to be doing in the gym. Staying consistent, stay consistency, having a planning diary, yeah. putting a reminder on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Toby, thank you so much for um, doing this interview. It was really nice. Um, I can't wait to share this so that not only does it educate, but inspire someone to who's been putting off their weight loss journey and just doing it as well. Um, you've helped me so much as well. I'm really like it's put my mindset into focus like I've have like I, ha I have my mood board full of goals so every morning I do look at it I'm like okay I know what I'm gonna do today um yeah I have like a, a huge when when we first met and you told us to do smart goals or writing it down I have like so I have a book of all the things I write down I feel like such a high school person because anything that happens in my day I literally go to like the bathroom and just, just write down how I feel no that's, but, how school, that's how life is and you know when I read books around like how to be successful and a lot of people talk about having a mood board having a vision board yeah and, and having you know writing things down journaling like the most successful people um and oh, it's, it's also good for your mental health you know just to get things down especially when I especially for me sorry to carry on with this <laughs> interview when I have a lot of things in my head and it's just bubbling yeah. in, in I just say to myself right you need to brain dump I grab a piece of paper and I just write down everything I've got in my mind or what I need to do and then I can tick it off or I can address it in a different way so definitely not a high school thing it's, it's definitely something to keep doing yeah definitely like seriously um also even if I don't have a piece of paper to write it down I write it on my phone like in my notes section just to be like okay I got that out of my system. I can now focus on what I'm doing and stuff. Um, but I know, like, definitely, I can't wait to see what the future holds for you. I know I'll still be keeping in touch anyway. I'm excited. Yep, 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 yep. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me, and I appreciate it. And it's been a pleasure being on the interview. And I hope anybody who needs any help can just. They can send me an email or DM me or find me on trainwithtoby.com if they need to. Thank you very much, Danielle. Thank you, Toby.